Like it or lump it, we're here for the next 40 minutes. This is a healthy obsession. Myself and the listeners want to know your creative process behind coming up with these introductions. Are you planning them on the toilet or in the shower? Or? Do you know what? I made that up on the spot. Did you? Yeah, I was thinking. About, I was thinking about last week where I said something about uh, what did I say last week? Um, I can't remember it now. Remember. It was that good. It was a six point five, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, but this was better. I thought this was an eight. I said you asked for it. We provided it. That's what I said last week. You make this, us make us sound like an <laughs> electric company. <Yeah. laughs> Right, that, that was straight out of the 1990s. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm having that one. That was good. Like it or lump it. I, I wanted to and know. For you American listeners, don't lump it means it means if you don't like it, live with it. Yeah, deal with on. it. That <laughs> oh, was, was quite good though. I just wondered if there was like a moment in the shower or in a car or something that you were thinking about your uh, intros. I think you give me too much credit for that. Yeah, it's just. Like, I was, I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't often think too much ahead of the show until we walk <laughs> into this room. I walk in and go, "Oh, what are we going to talk about this week?" You're supposed to say that there's hours of uh, prep. yeah prep going into it. Yeah, no. I don't think you're big. You've not really made it until people are refusing or they're pulling their music from Spotify to cancel your podcast. <laughs> Has that happened to us yet? I hope so. <laughs> Which artist would you want to pull their music so that we could, in protest of us? The funniest uh, meme I saw was uh, James Blunt threatens to make new music for Spotify <laughs> if Joe Rogan's not cancelled. <laughs> That's quite funny. James Blunt, if you, if you follow James Blunt on Twitter, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember him being funny a long time ago. He's really, I haven't uh, seen it for ages. He's really self. Uh, <laughs> Depreciate, yeah, really bad. Like mocks himself <laughs> a lot. Um, I'd quite like it if you uh, two, uh, sort of Bono said, would take our music down. Yeah, if no you don't get rid of a shit. healthy obsession. I, I saw it. One of them was funny. It's like people from uh, age zero to thirty don't know who Neil Young is. Thirty to <laughs> thirty to sixty don't care, and sixty plus don't know what Spotify is. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? My old man's a big Neil Young fan. <laughs> Is your dad boycotting Spotify? I don't think he listens to the show through Spotify. So. <laughs> He's okay. <laughs> he ticks all the boxes. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I find that really petty over like a multi-millionaire musician. Can you imagine reaching out <laughs> to the CEO of Spotify and being like, if you don't get rid of this, I'm taking my music away. And the Spotify guy just went, fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> went, all right, take it off. And, and who was the other big name? Joni Mitchell. Yeah. It's like, all right. Like, see it's, you later. It's like, what? it's like I'm going to take my toys and leave the park take my ball I'm going home look I, I, I think it's pretty well established right now that like, I don't give a shit you yeah. can, I, I believe in the individual choice you can think whatever you want yeah. about anything I don't yeah. give a shit what you think but to then sort of hold a platform hostage <laughs> for a man that is not a politician yeah. uh, Joe Rogan's a, he's just a podcast host I think we're on a, a slippery slope of censorship because if you <sighs> pick and choose scary. what people can and can't hear that's exactly anti-freedom and, and look I would understand if he was someone like very divisive and yeah. he was getting on saying you shouldn't get a vaccine he was not saying anything like that it's literally just uh, you know what like I'll just listen to doctors and I'll listen to different people and I'll let them voice and admit I'm wrong or I'm right he doesn't shove anything down your throat if you don't want to listen to it don't <laughs> fucking listen to just it listen to a different channel yeah it's quite literally like uh, as neutral as it comes isn't it like he, he doesn't represent any political party or news organisation yeah. anyway <laughs> so anyway Neil, Neil Young <laughs> So we've not been. We, no one's attempted to cancel us yet. Maybe they will now. 
Uh, yeah, I'd someone like, that hates Joe Rogan. I'd quite like a petition against us. Yeah, that'd be great. If anyone wants to start a petition against us, do it. Good publicity. Yeah, get us going, yeah. You've not really made it until... So someone tried to hack the Small Goal Soccer account. Did you see that last week? What, the... They the, created a fake Small Goal Soccer account and were DMing people that they'd won a prize. Should I delete it? Uh, yeah, well, you've probably already claimed your prize. Was that a fake prize. account? That's I got offered a account. prize as well. Yeah, that was a fake account. So oh, I said, have, I we sent, ma- have we made it now that people have given fake accounts? I sent them my address and my credit card details. Yeah, it's actually a fake account that I set up. <laughs> <laughs> Scamming the members. Knew it. Too good to be true. You giving away free hoodies. Come on. <sighs> I know. And then we did give two hoodies away, but someone was very upset because they thought they actually won something. I was like, well, no, it's a scam account. And they were fuming. He didn't give a hoodie. I sent him a sticker. (laughs) 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 I put a little stamp on a sticker and nail it. with a sticker? I'd put it on their face. Water bottle. Put it on their car or something. So, uh, big weekend for you. Yeah, I had a good weekend professionally, I guess. Professionally, Professionally, yeah, I'm a little bit of a professional every now and then, mate. (laughs) A professional, believe uh, it or not, professional wanker, (laughs) winker. Nah, nobody pays me for that. So, (laughs) that'd be quite good, wouldn't it? I think that's what OnlyFans does, isn't it? Uh, Yes, pay you for wanking. I think I think there'd be petitions to get me off that (laughs) if I was on OnlyFans. (laughs) I don't know. I I still think you've got an audience. Other other OnlyFans members uh, striking to get me off their platform. Maybe that's why you got your boycott. Oh, that's good so speaking of professionalism <laughs> yeah, how a, did your youth soccer tournament go this yeah, weekend yeah we a tournament this weekend <laughs> it was a great great success um, great that, success it, it went really well actually uh, on a serious note I, I don't I hope most of our volunteers don't listen to the show but if they do why not um, we, we had some incredible volunteers we're not uh, going to close a fucking FanDuel deal if you don't get everyone you can listen to the show you can't be that picky do you think FanDuel's uh, desired or target audiences, middle-aged American mothers. Yes. Yeah. Degenerate gamblers. Get them gambling yeah. whilst kids are at school. Yes. Right. Sorry. Well, I hope they do listen then. There we go. Um, but or, or also, you know, you missed out DraftKings and all the other potential gambling. Maybe I've sponsors. just shown our hand that we're uh, cutting closer with one than the other. Well, obviously, put pressure mm. on the others. Yeah. Like that. Playing them against each other as they <laughs> listen to the show. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> imagine that one. He steps in on the Monday meeting where he's just talked about Fanduel. Put up the offer. <laughs> I'm going to have to start bleeping names out post-edit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, now we're in some, some unbelievable volunteers that helped the event go well. So, we're out at a brand new complex out on the, on the East Valley. Superb. And uh, 150 teams. And, yeah, it was great. Um, I had a bit of a moment of panic because I uh, threw together a hodgepodge kind of girls team, a uh, high school age girls team, to compete. We had a, a team drop out. And uh, one of the dads... Uh, <laughs> Just comes up to me and just goes, shout out Mike, by the way. Uh, he's an avid listener of the show, but I didn't know this at the time. And he just went, I don't preheat the oven either. And I, I just, oh, I, it, didn't, it didn't. Another psychopath in the um, it, it, city of Phoenix vicinity. It, it gets better as well because uh, it took me about five seconds. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, he listens to the show. Oh, <laughs> I was like, and he's like, love the show. And I was like, yes, okay, you're all right. And then he turned out to be a Spurs fan as well, so he's a top geezer. So you're going through your brain panicking like, like oh, shit, what have I been talking about? Like last yeah. week you were talking about Dead Man's Clothes. Dead Man's Pants. Week before, what, what yeah. was it? But he's a big fan of the show, so. Who isn't? Yeah, exactly. So Everyone anyway, is that's listened to it. And his daughter had an absolute blinder of a gaming goal yesterday. You have against, to say against, that now because you know he's listening. Against, <laughs> mate, against Tommy McNaughton's Del Sol team, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I asked him for the video after because she was... Did Tommy ooh. quote anything from the show? Uh, no, he didn't. He, oh. Just, oh. No, he just scored a lot of goals against my team. Oh, that's not very nice, is it? But yeah, it was, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. You'll live. I'll get over it. Very good. So yeah, great weekend though. Had a, had a really good weekend. How about you? It's good. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a bachelor party. Ten, I've been married for ten years today, <laughs> and my friends, shout out the uh, Phoenix Celtic Mafia, yeah. uh, decided decided to throw a bachelor party for me on Saturday. So we went paintballing, mm-hmm. which was uh, exciting. Paintballing. <laughs> Have you ever been paintballing? I'm gutted because I was I was in all the group chats for this, and also I couldn't make it because of the tournament. <coughs> um, but I was I was following the <laughs> developments of this stag party coming together, and paintballing is probably the safest version of this stag do that was suggested. There was some uh, debauchery definitely recommended in the group that did not come to fruition. I'm, I'm happy with that because paintballing was enough. Paintballing, paintballing's abusive. It is uh, abusive. It fucking hurts. I've not done it since I was about 12 or 13 or 14. Yeah, there was a group of little lads kind of going in when we came out. Right. They would go in and do their round and they were probably about sort of 12, 13. Did you, did you get a couple of pre-game pints before you went in? We had a couple of pre-game pints so everyone was feeling good. And yeah, there was uh, the teams were split up, and it was just bedlam. It was so, chaos. So there was a plan discussed that you were going to be blindfolded and picked up from somewhere before the event, mm. and you'd sort of be unblindfolded in the middle of the paintballing ring with everyone circled you and just light you up. Yeah. That, that didn't happen. Yeah. See, if that if that happened, it would, there would have been big problems. <laughs> <laughs> see, if they, if that had happened ten years ago when I actually got married, I would have only been thirty six. So I'd have been okay with it. Then. Oh, excuse me, twenty six. Hello, I'm actually forty six. <laughs> no, that, I would have been alright with that ten years ago. Yeah. Couldn't have taken now. it now. It was yeah. bad enough the way we did it, but there was some <laughs> some of the lads that were in there went full on GI Joe like that yeah a friend of the show Ted Robertson especially did himself proud All he, like he was like commando <laughs> it was amazing it was, was crawl, amazing crawling around the floor yes it was out. It was outstanding I've never seen anything like it there's a couple other dead eyes Dean McGeady a friend of the show shot me in the eye like I've got goggles on but he, I saw a paintball coming and it just hit me dead in the centre of the eye Jesus. I would have been blinded if I didn't have goggles on was there any like, execution style like uh, offings no, I think someone tried to pistol whip someone once, but <laughs> you know, broken up. Any hostage situations? Yeah, that, like the, that. The, the man that was in charge of it did a pretty good job of it because he knew you could see us coming from a mile away. Like trouble. So he just kept blowing the whistle and the horn. Like, every time someone got a hold of someone, it was like. <laughs> and the best I saw, I think it was Mark Bloxham. I can't remember who it was, but you know, there's like inflatable blocks that you hide behind, and yeah. someone was just kicking it up the <laughs> and, and <laughs> hiding behind it, but they were just moving it along. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, paintballing was good. A few pints, it was good. Outstanding. So yeah, so ten years of marriage and uh, congratulations, uh, mate. Thanks, mate. Look at that ten years today, and you're spending it in this room, this sweaty little room with me. I know, and I'm going playing football after this. That's see, this is why I have a good marriage. That's love. So what do you want to do? So I say, oh, you know, what? I'd like to go and play football. Go and play football. Then. Go play football. Yeah. So we're having an anniversary party this weekend, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, I suppose a little bit late for the podcast. So I was down at the mall. Sarah had to go buy a dress, so I had to go with her. All right. Outstanding. I picked it. Did you? Yeah. Well, that's like, bold. I went, that's a nice dress. I said, try that on. She tried it on. I said, it looks great. And she bought it. And that was it. Done deal. I've never been to that's the... Good. It was the smoothest shopping trip of my life. That's a result. It was unbelievable. That's right. Yeah, that is that, that is very good, especially for uh, dress shopping. So I've been a few times and it's, it can be challenging. Mate, I always like, bang that one. And she was like, actually, that's quite nice. What do you think the odds are that she takes it back this week? Though? Strong. <laughs> but if anyone's looking for any fashion tips, I'm your man. Is that you now? Personal shopper. Fashionista. Personal shopper. The professional. I don't know what I'm going to wear on Saturday. (laughs) What are you going to wear? Are you dressed in suited and booted? Yeah, definitely. Is there there like a dress requirement? Yes. What have I got to wear? Suited and booted. Trousers. Proper shoes. Well, you can wear jeans and a jacket. No, I'm not wearing jeans. Do jeans for a wedding. Well, do you wear whatever you want? Are you asking me for? Well, because it's your your do. Ask your wife. Your gig. Ask your wife and she'll ask my wife. (laughs) And she'll say, (laughs) Ask Adam. Tom, why don't you? Adam, why haven't you told Tom what to wear? Yeah, I'll tell her. 
I'm, I know I'm going to wear. Yeah, you should probably wear a, a tin flute, mate. Spurs shirt. <laughs> Spurs jacket. Actually, I've given up Spurs, by the way. I gave up for, obviously, for, for January. Lent. I gave up uh, coffee, which I'm still doing strong. Okay. I gave up booze, but I had a gin tonic last night to celebrate the tournament. Okay. I had to. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Gin tonic. So I've given up booze, pretty much. Okay. Uh, and I've now decided I've given up Tottenham, because <laughs> all three of those things have proven to be very bad for my health. Should we start talking about football a little bit? So there was a yeah. bit of, bit of a, a, I want to say lack, because any international football fan will say I'm uh, disrespecting the international game, but there was no Premier League action over the weekend, so this transfer, we've got transfer talk today, we've got a bit, we'll touch, let's touch on the uh, international stuff first, right? I don't think you, you were too busy, you didn't watch much football. Watch I watched... I watched the highlights of a couple of these games. What did you uh, get out? USA squeaked by El Salvador. Wasn't it really cold? It was cold and it was a shit game. USA didn't play well someone at all. Was telling El Salvador at the bottom of the group as well. Someone was telling me they had heaters by the pitch. That's, that's fucked up. Which is mad. That's fucked up. Why is that fucked up? I think yeah, that's, a shit. that's a nice thing. That's absolute bullshit. What? Are you fucking coddling these players? They're professional athletes. You need to heat it. That's why they're only beating El Salvador 1-0. You have no wind up. No. It's to throw the pitch, you knob. No, no, no. It's not. It's for the players. For the players. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like that. Why'd you play on a small goal down at Pecos Park on a Thursday right. night and it's Baltic and you're like, oh, there's heaters. That's nice. This is how I know you're wrong as well because what modern football stadium doesn't have under soil heating? Well, obviously El Salvador doesn't. It wasn't in El Salvador. It was in America. Oh, well, <laughs> that's how much football I watched this weekend. And El Salvador's fucking roasting hot. <laughs> it's on the equator. So it's funny, right? <laughs> when, when when person, sorry, it's snowing in El Salvador, mate. When, when the person was telling me this story, I thought it was weird. Because I was like, I didn't want to say it. I was like, isn't El Salvador quite a warm country? And I, didn't want to like a, I didn't want to look like an idiot. So it's I just tropical. Went home it. It's tropical. Oh, so it's in America. That makes much more sense now. It was in, like, it was in Cincinnati, I think. Yeah, some old stadiums in America. Undersaw heating isn't a big thing here, is it? No, but it's, and I never understood either in Green Bay and like some of those Buffalo Bills, they don't have uh, roofs or like undersaw heating. Lay some pipes under the turf, run some water through it. Warm water through it. Especially NFL teams, they've got the cash for it. Yeah. You get undersaw heating, you cheap bastards. So anyway, Ridiculous. US sneaked by bottom of the group El Salvador, and then they got a, uh, a bit of a licking from the Canadians, who were the new kids on the block. They are the number one seed in uh, North American football. Didn't watch the game. I saw that Greg Beralta was saying that America dominated the game, but I don't think you can lose 2-0, and your response can be, well, we dominated, so it's, it's okay. Poor. It's like, poor form. No, you just can't lose. It's a World Cup qualifier. And no Josh Sargent either. So that's not justified, is it? Well, yeah, why is Sargent not getting a lick? Did uh, Tot- Tottenham sign? Oh no, Arsenal signed someone from Colorado Rapids today. Did they? Yeah, tr- Trusty. Do you know this guy? So Arsenal have binned off Aubameyang and brought in Trusty. Uh, yeah, I-, I don't know his first. Well, he's on loan back to them till the end of the oh, really? Major League Soccer season, which will be the start of the Major League Soccer which season. Hasn't started. And then he'll come back. Well, it starts in March, right? So he'll play till the end of the season and mm-hmm. then come to the Premier League for the summer. Interesting. Yeah, young American guy from the Rapids. I probably butchered his name, but yeah, so oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so it got done by the Canadians. Did you watch any of it? I watched the highlights. What did you think? I think Canada have actually got a good team. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're well organised. I think I think they will they will not be blown away in the World Cup. I think even against some decent teams because they've got a good young squad Was and Alfon- they're well organised. Did Alfonso Davies play or is he injured? He is injured. He's injured. Yeah. So Alfonso Davies have done. Yeah. 
I can't speak today. It's been a long week. Sorry, mate. I apologise to you all the listeners. I'll, I'll carry the team. Cheers, <laughs> it's mate. not the first time. <laughs> you use your words. I'll just mumble along. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Uh, so what else has been going on the international scene? Uh, Mexico drew with Costa Rica. So that group's kind of wide open right now. Way wide open. Costa Rica are on 15 and 5th. So they're within touching distance. And the US have got to play Honduras and uh, Costa Rica next. Away. Now, Honduras is at home. Costa Rica is away. Uh, excuse me, Mexico is away. Ooh. They've got to play Mexico away from home. In the Azteca, yeah. In a, a must-win game for the is, Mexicans. Is it top four go through in uh, that region? Isn't it top two qualify? And then and they then do the, the hex. Next, the next two go into the hex or, or go into mm. something. It's a bit weird. Sounds about right. Yeah, they go play like Australia or Iraq or Iran or something like that. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So so you were saying there just on... A, we'll talk a little bit about the transfer. First, let's touch on AFCON just briefly. Because Bikini Faso have gone into the semifinals. They're going to play Senegal. Uh, Cameroon versus Egypt on the other side. I don't know if you saw this, but Bayi, Manchester United's Bayi... Uh, he went for like the stutter step uh, run up and missed his penalty, so they lost five four to Egypt. <laughs> it was so, it was shameful. Stutter step. It's like he didn't give a fuck. It was very weird. Went to go home. Yeah, probably. He's get back to United. <laughs> so anyway, that, that's how the that's the breakdown in the, and another game got called early in uh, in the Afcon. A ref said that he was uh, worried about passing out from heat stroke. So you just spin the game off? Called the game early. That's not true. It's not right, is it? It can't be right. Wait, <laughs> you said that actually happened? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was worried about heat stroke. It happened in the Gambia Cameroon game. It was 2 0, so it wasn't contentious. Yeah. I think referees should have the after 90 minutes. If it's like a 2 0, well, no, because Spurs beat Leicester, I guess, the week with the 95th. I was going to say you goal. scored 2 94 yeah. <laughs> 95. But sometimes you look at a ref and you're like, you've got a game that's 4 0 and it's like absolutely one sided and you had four minutes on, you're like, fuck off, like, just, just play whistle. <laughs> just get it over with, yeah. Like, you've got to have that. Just take the knife out, man. Yeah, come on. Don't so, torture me more. So let's get like, back over to England anyway. So uh, big news would be Frank Lampard has taken the Everton job as head coach uh, Wayne Rooney turned the job down what do you make of that Tom is that is that like a, a Rooney doing a decent thing or is it a bit of a knobhead move not to take the job I think it's a bit of a shrewd move by, move by Rooney <laughs> because Rooney's it, it, I think it's more of a PR move to be quite honest with you because he okay. will he will get a chance to be able to manage in the future now if you went in there now that, ha- that house is on fire right it's almost, look, at, look at the previous match where you had Ancelotti um, who was in there before Benitez Rafa yeah. you've had who was in there as well I can't think they've had three or four Roberto Martino <laughs> they've had three or four very good managers decent <laughs> managers with big reputations and look where they've gone so obviously there's something rotten in that club right who, who was the lad they had there from uh, the old Watford manager he was in there for a while yeah he was in there I forget his name but ultimately I think Rooney's looked at it and gone now's not the right time for me to go for that job if he wants to be go back and be the Everton hero is it Marco Silva it was Marco Silva He's not going to go in there now and do a great job. It's it's a it's an impossible job right now. Um, it's, I think staying up for them this season will be success, yeah. right? It, it, they're keeping keeping Everton in the league this season and then building over the summer because right. they, they've made some moves. Who they've got in the transfer window? So they've grabbed hold of uh, Tottenham favourite Deli Ali. They have grabbed Deli Ali. That's um, a good signing for them. I actually think it is. I think Deli Ali is a good player. He just needs he needs a new environment. He needs a new place to be, and he, he needs to be the man. We thought it was going to be Newcastle, but he's gone down the road to. Uh, Everton, right? Merseyside over Newcastle, and they picked up. Uh, they picked up someone else as well. I can't think who. Donny Van Der Beek. Donny Van Der Beek. That's it. On loan till the end of the season. So, so they've just taken everyone's players that they don't want. Basically, the yeah. players that sit on the bench. Is that kind of? I don't. 
Is that a recipe for success? I, f- I find it interesting that Everton always seem to sign that type of player, a sort of central number 10 type. They seem to have about 50 of them. Sigurdsson's in there. They'd love to buy those players. Yeah, just don't, just don't compute. Why do you need many that many of the same player? Yeah, that is true. Right. Got Sigurds- Sigurdsson still there, is there? I think so. Dele Alli and Van der Beek, you can't have more than midfield at the same time because no. you'll just be p- terrible defensively. They, they've got the young boy, Thomas, um, with the long blonde hair. Yeah, he's, he's a good player as well. Very good player. He's probably better than all three of the other ones right. at the moment, and form-wise. Yeah, it's not one with Charleston's, and I know he's more of a striker, but it's... They're all flash, no... Uh, yeah. All flash, no cash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah back uh, it up. Uh, so uh, Ashley Cole's gone in as assistant. That's a, No, you're joking. Yeah, seriously. I think it got down. I think so. I think Everton. You think Frank Lampard's a bit of a bluffer? Comes across pretty well when he's speaking, but Chelsea got found out probably once, and you think he went punching a bit too above his weight class too early? Do you know what? Chelsea went on to win their Champions League that season, he was sacked. True. I think it's hard. You look at it and you go, I think the situation Everton are in, they've tried a few tried and tested managers who had success at the top level, right? This is the sort of job that's screaming out, and I hate to say this. It's screaming out for like one of those because I hate the merry-go-round of like managers that keep the Sam Allardyce that keeps the team up. But I think that's exactly what Everton need for this time period. What a Sam Allardyce! Sort of roll up the sleeves and say we've got to fucking muck in and get get the job done to stay up here. And then then you then you move him on, and then you bring in someone that now we've got the squad set again. I'm not sure Lampard's going to go in. I don't. He doesn't strike me as a manager going to shake things up. Well, and I think I think Lampard's still going to go in there and probably want to get the ball down, do the nice stuff out of the back, and kind of yeah. start playing football because I mean yeah. those are the kind of players that are there. But they just there's no they're not gelling at all, right. are they? So I'm torn on it. I don't know if it's going to be the right thing or not be the right thing. Mm. Um, it's going to be, uh, what's Ashley Cole's manager, like coaching experience right now? Well, what's Lampard's besides a playoff run for, and then he got well, the Chelsea well, job? It doesn't matter anymore. Well, they didn't even. Well, it does matter because I'm not sure he's going to be successful there. But what I mean is, it doesn't matter your your, uh, your pedigree. They're, they're going it, off his name. It means nothing. It's his name. And once you're, when, we've talked about this. Once you're in that club, you're in. You'll just. It's just the same guys getting the same jobs over and over again. Well, I don't. I don't think there are many other options for the Everton job. To be fair, Solskjaer. There was. There wasn't much else floating around, is there? Roberto so, Martinez and Solskjaer. Geez. I'm just happy Martinez hasn't got the job. Oh, he, he, he might be the savior. He'll go in after Lampard. Let's hit the uh, the halftime buzzer and we'll come back and talk about some other stuff. <laughs> Welcome back to the second half of the show. This is A Healthy Obsession. My name is Adam Thelwell and I'm joined by uh, Thomas Hurdle, Esquire. And I bought some Bitcoin this week. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I did. Good lad. Just for bants. Good lad. Just because I thought, like, you know, it's a bit cheap at the moment. It won't be bants when, uh, when it's really worth something. There you go. You me thanking me. Well, you didn't buy it, so... <laughs> yeah, well, I've been nudging you. Yeah, I've been oh, giving you propaganda for yeah. weeks. It was, it was nearly... You know what happened? Mm. I was actually... I swiped on it by accident. <laughs> and it was like, do you want to buy this? And I was like, yeah, go on, I will buy it. Just do it. Straight away, it plummeted. 20%. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, it was the best that you've seen some uh, athletes took their wages in it. Uh, so yeah. uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. playing for uh, the Rams, and he took his salary, the shit, NFL salary, in and they lost like 40% of his salary. <laughs> <laughs> El Salvador have got all their uh, currency yeah. tied up in it. But can't afford a warm pitch. Bounce, bouncing back today. <laughs> 
It's bouncing back. You're bouncing right. back. Gonna yeah. be gonna be all right. Oh, I'm not worried about it. Hold on for dear life. Hold on. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> oh, gonna be okay. Bitcoin sponsoring the show. It's not gambling in Bitcoin. It's not gambling. I was gambling in Bitcoin. Oh, right. Oh, I like this. I'll show you this. I was, you I, was could at, do that. I was at the mall earlier, like I said, buying the dress. And I, t- I took a picture. I'll show you this. Uh, a Bitcoin ATM in Scottsdale Mall. Look at that. So Arizona pushed through le- legislation uh, and they are now uh, moving to make Bitcoin legal tender in Arizona, as is Texas. It's a Bitcoin cash machine. Hmm? It's a Bitcoin of America. Safe, secure and easy. They've been uh, they've been all over the place for a while. Really? Yeah. Shows how much I get out. Yeah, you're just you're, you're catching up, mate. I look like a bit of a knob. I stood there to take a picture of it, and like three people just looked at me like, "What's wrong with him?" <laughs> yeah, fuck it off. It's all right. Mate. It's coming. The revolution is coming. Aye. It won't be tele- televised. It will be in uh, digital currency. What won't be televised? The revolution. It's, not, it's an old saying. Oh. The revolution will not be televised. You might be forty-six. <laughs> I feel like it sometimes. <laughs> so anyway, back to transfer talk. People aren't here to listen to your fucking crazy crypto theories. 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 Uh, yeah, let's let's finish talking about football. So I found it it's interesting. So Carlo Ancelotti, uh, multi Champions League winner, he's won the Spanish title, the right. English title, the Italian title, mm-hmm. German title with Bayern. No, nah. I don't know. I think he did win it with Bayern. Is he won four in four countries? Nah, I can't. That's fucking mad if he has. Anyway, uh, apparently uh, UEFA said he can't get a new job yet because he's let his certifications expire. <laughs> You're having a wind-up. Yeah. I found that fucking mind-blowing. He's like one of the biggest coaches in the world. And you ever said he can't take another job yet because he's let his, uh, let his badges go. <laughs> what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, when the admin person comes to you and goes, yeah, actually, he's, uh, the license expired, you just go, it's fine. He's fucking, he is the license. UEFA have had a busy week being busybodies. You want this as well? They are, UEFA are suing Pizza Volke in Germany because they've named a best-selling pizza the Champignon League. So Champignon means mushrooms um, in many languages. Uh, yeah, and UEFA are suing them, saying that they can't use it. Are you having what? that? Uh, no, I'm not having that. You don't really need to sue a little a, pizza place? That's a bit over the line, isn't it? I thought so. Maybe they should just buy the pizza place rather than sue them. Speaking of over the line, I mentioned it in the first half, but I oh, know maybe before the show, but um, Mustafa Mohammed uh, plays for Egypt. He's currently in the semi-finals at AFCON, and he sent his mate in... Uh, he plays for Galatasaray in Turkey. He sent his mate to take his IT exams from him. He's doing an uh, IT business course. And he got caught. And he got caught. He sent his mate, and apparently his mate's taken two of his tests from him. <laughs> he got caught. His mate got pinched. He's, what, he's what like he got pinched? Like he arrested. arrested. He's at the AFCON, and his mate got nicked. <laughs> but what, what kind of test is this? It's, he's doing an IT business course at, like, uh, Giza School of Business or something like and that. And nicked him. And his mate's gone to take the uh, <laughs> test for him, and he's been caught. Why not just tell They live like, on the same road as well. Why not just tell the teacher, like, listen, I'm, uh, I'm going to the AFCON. Like, can, can I do the test when I get back? Can I do it on Zoom or something? Can I do it online? It's two, an IT test. There's two, got to be a way to do it. Two questions. Have you ever cheated on a test before? Uh, that, cheats, cheats, not a loose word. Bent the rules, found loopholes, yes. I wrote all the answers on my leg once and got ink poisoning. <laughs> 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 I had to leave the class throwing up everywhere. Yeah, it's funny. I had a kid, I had a kid uh, one of our kids done the same thing the other week at mm. training. She had... All this writing on her, like over her knees, and I was like, "What's all this?" She goes, "Well, I just cover up her shorts, and then slam short up and read the answers." Yeah. I was like, "You little weasel!" And I think you know that that's 
in one way, I admire that sort of uh, innovation and like you do what you need to do to get the job done. Those people are going to be great entrepreneurs. Yeah, they'll do well. Or they'll, go to, or they'll go to jail. <laughs> found a solution to a problem. I find it funny that you've got online school now for everything. Like, everything's online. Like, What's to stop the kid just Googling the answer? Cheating bastards. And honestly, why shouldn't they just Google the answer? It's, it's a conversation that my son and I have, and I have frequently because... We say, he said, like, well, why do I need to memorize this when I can just look look at Google? If and, and when the, I ever need it. The Google like, search engine give me the answer within three seconds of looking. Half a second. Why do I need to spend a semester memorizing this stuff? <laughs> yeah. It's a very hard question to answer as a parent. Yeah. Because you want them to do well at school, but also... Like, yeah, it's a waste It's of time. kind of redundant. I, I've always said this, like, in business, like, you don't need to memorize an equation to solve a problem. I've got an Excel spreadsheet built for it. Like, it'll do the math for me. See, and, and the counter to that would be the it's the ability to solve a problem. Like, think it teaches your brain to think quickly and solve a problem. It, it teaches you the process to solve a problem. It's mm. not about the problem. It's not the process the of problem solving. I get that, bro. But memorizing historical facts, you know, and, and having to remember dates of certain wars, and I'm like, well... It's kind of the war and the, maybe the significance of the war and why the war was fought. Yes, okay, and, and a debate around the war, yes. but not like, well, what date did this happen? Question well, one shouldn't be. Ask fucking Google. Question one shouldn't be what year was the Battle of Hastings? Do you know the answer? Uh, what was it? Uh, 1066. 1066. Well played. Yeah. That's because we spent a year burning that into our brains. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell, Mister Flag punishing me. I can't say anything else about the Battle of Hastings, but I know what year it was in. Yeah, 1066. Is that a good conversation? One and uh, the first language of uh, England during this time was French yeah yeah. not anymore because we won the war no did no. we win the war anyway yeah it did you talk about some football transfers yeah football there's transfers. more, there's more. Let, let's go to uh, Andy Robson first because a lot of footballers have done this I don't did you see John Terry's doing this as well so going back to kind of the Bitcoin and crypto thing uh, Andy Robertson's created his own NFTs and it's like a hometown hero almost like a digital playing card sort of thing and he got ripped apart on Twitter for it by Liverpool fans basically saying that it's like a big scam and he he's dragging people into things that they don't understand and they can lose all their value and go to zero John Terry's into it as well though and he got in trouble with the Premier League because he said uh, he was turning his uh, um, Premier League winners medals into NFTs and people could buy the copy of the, <laughs> the Premier League are like no you can't do that no, mate. yeah mate I'm loving it I'm just, I'm just looking at this up Liverpool this is joe.co.uk the headline is Liverpool fans are disappointed with Andy Robertson's tweet about NFTs <laughs> oh for God's sake yeah, yeah I guess he's getting slacked off all over the place wow that's not good is it but wait, 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 why does anyone care if it's a fucking collectible? Who gives a shit? People have started editing them, and there's one here of him getting sent off against uh, Spurs with the red cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy that one. That's brilliant. Uh, All right, nice. so, so let's go back to the transfer uh, windmill. Who else have we got? So, but the Barcelona story is fucking mental. We got we got to give that a mention, yeah, let's right? That. Let's let's talk about that. So, the one tweet I saw today was Barcelona used to only need one number ten, Lionel Messi. Now they're going to close the January transfer window with ten forwards on the books: Ferran Torres, Memphis, Abamyang, Adama Traore, Luke De Jong, Braithwaite, Abde, Ferran Juggler, Osman Osman Dembele, uh, and Sufati who's injured. Oh. Can you imagine? That's like, fucking mad. But Barcelona, f- what five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, were like the the standard for the last yeah, the ten gold years, right? Standard. Yeah, ten years, De- probably more than that, probably fifteen years. And now they've got Braithwaite and Adama Traore. 
Adama Traore, that's that's a move for him. He turned down Tottenham. It's unbelievable for him. He turned down 120 grand a week at Tottenham, and he's only taking 15k a week at Barca. Because he was a fraud at Spurs. He was a fraud at Wolves. And he would have been. He would have got found out at Spurs. You, you really don't think fast. he's a good player? No, he's a decent player. I, I, think, he's, I, I think he's a better player. People like him because he's just because he's big and muscly. No, mate, mate. He only scored his first game of the season for Wolves like a week ago. <laughs> In his last game before he left, he's always sub. He's not a goal scorer. He doesn't start very. That's often. what I mean. Hmm. Now, now with that said, I think Premier League got found out because people now know his, his his strength, right? But I do think his pace and his speed and his strength will cause problems in La Liga because they're not used to that directness of the way he plays. He just puts it down and runs at you. What What about Aubameyang? Is uh, Is he done Arsenal favour that? Because he's been a bit of a pain in the arse, hasn't he? Arteta's getting a lot of stick for it, um, hmm. and I actually tend it's to a agree. Big player to lose at Christmas as well. It's a bold move from Arteta, is what I'd say. Letting him, let him go there. Now, what they've done is they've, they've saved it. What was he on? 300 grand a week? Something like that. To, yeah. to show up late and be a knobhead. Well, you do. You, it, he's a bit of a cancer, isn't he? You want to cut him out and get him gone. The concern for Arsenal, they've not replaced no depth. him. Yeah. I mean, yeah they, 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 you get rid of him, you've got to sign someone that's going to add 10 goals on the backside so, of the season. So, my, my thing with it is is, is, is it better to have him sitting in your back room, you know, stinking the place up, or just get rid of him? Is it worth having him on the bench, moaning, pissing, you know, not buying into what you're doing? I guess, I guess, the question would be: Is it repairable, right? As a coach, or, or if you could say, you know what, if he sits out for a month, but it's been a couple of months already, that all right, you know what, I can, I can piece it together with him, we can turn it around, and he can be a player for the squad. But if, the, if you as a coach know that it's the bridge is burned, yeah. you got to get him out, right? I, I'm not a big Arteta fan, but I've got big respect for this because it's a ballsy move from him. Mm. And I think it is a it's, a, it's the right move because it's for the culture of his team and his club. I don't like it because I'd like him to stay there for Spurs' sake because he was yeah. burning the house down from the inside. But I do give him a lot of respect because, listen, it could blow up in his face, but I think it, it it's strong and I think it will help Arsenal in the long run. And it's just saved them, what, 300 grand a, a week? It's a lot of money. It's and, insane. And it does, maybe not now, but maybe in the summer it frees Arsenal up to go and sign one or two oh, big names. W- without right? doubt it will. So, yeah, good move. <coughs> but, but, yeah, Barcelona, that's mental with those that lineup. What What are some... Uh, uh, well, let's let's get back to the transfers in a second. New manager was added. Watford added uh, Roy Hodgson. Yeah, that's the 34th manager in, <laughs> what, 10 years? Is that, is that to you, that's a Sam Allardyce picking of a manager just to keep them in the league, right? Yeah, but yeah, I think it is. I think they can't decide on what they want. Mm. It's just constant. I mean, imagine being a player there that's probably been through five or six managers since you've been in your contract. You've shared here, Roy Hodgson's the sixth man to manage Watford since they kept a clean sheet in the league. This is That's, that's a true story. I saw that. <laughs> that's mad. So that is, yeah... That, that, since the last time they kept an away clean sheet, is that right? <laughs> Watford's last two managers have a combined age of 144 <laughs> years, older than the club. 144. That's <laughs> insane. They need to they need to freshen it up it, a little bit, don't they? It's a mockery of a club. The ownership there are all over the place. But you think they just know they're going down? So who gives a shit? That, we talked about this last week in the Yo-Yo Premier League. If, you, if you're going down, why sign a manager? Why, why fire your manager? Because you've got to pay him off when you do that. Yeah, just like makes another, no sense. Another female on Ranieri. That's stupid. Another female on Hodgson. Because I told you Ranieri, Ranieri was a bad hire for Watford. Everyone in the world would have known that to be a bad hire. They need Roberto Martinez. Yeah, they should have gone for Lampard. Fraudulent club, fraudulent manager. <laughs> Lampard, the jury's still out. I think if he does all right at Everton, he might turn it around. If he does a poor job at Everton, it could be a long way back for him. Don't think he comes back. I don't think so. I think he'll... he'll back he'll, back no, to no, 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 no. It could be that, or he, I think his pride—he won't go back down to the championship right now. He's been waiting for a Premier League job, 
And I think that's a scary thing because if you're not willing to roll your sleeves up and take what you can get and prove that you deserve that job. Like Rooney's doing. Yeah, he's never had to prove himself yet. So I'm like, you know what? I didn't like that his arrogance was I should be a Premier League manager. I'm only mm. taking a job. Um, so hopefully it goes fucking honkingly for him. Do you think that... Um, do you think that got like managers like that... I was going to say even Rooney, but... Should there be a window or is that just a personal choice where you do go into the championship or or you have to earn your stripes or just like just on a club by club basis? I don't, I don't Maybe I, not a league I, mandate, that's probably too I, harsh. I, I don't believe in a process for everyone. Mm. But I do believe in a earn your way. I think that's if, if you're the right man for the job, the right man for the job. I don't think you should have had certain years of experience. But he's he's The reason I ask is that I, f- I find it crazy that an opportunity being given to, like, say, Roy Hodgson. I got nothing against Roy Hodgson. He's done great over his career. But he's 77 years old. Yeah. Ranieri's 71 or right. two. Why isn't a 35-year-old coach getting that job? Surely right? there's a good championship manager or even a league one manager. You're like, right. hey, he's doing the job down there. <laughs> Why not roll the dice on one of them? Right. Because I don't think there's going to be any change under Roy Hodgson. I don't think so. It's, it's, a, side, it's a sidestep, isn't I don't it? don't get it. So uh, do you want to talk about this... this <laughs> Funny of the week was... I know, finished transfers first. So who else did we have that was an interest in the... Caught your eye in the transfer market? Let's have a little scan here real quick. Mm. Uh, oh, a big one. My favourite transfer of recent times. Christian Eriksen's gone to Brentford. Yeah, that's great. So pa- they're ba- past his medical. They're basically now the Danish national team. I think they started with five Danes... Five or six Danes started in the last game. Now they've got Eriksen, that'll be seven. I thought the Danes were, Danes were very good at well, the Euros. Yeah, they're excellent. The manager's Danish. Mm. I mean, a proper Danish... He likes saying that word, Danish Danish. Again. Danish. <laughs> Danish. I've got really cockney as well. Do you like a Danish? Like a little Danish pastry? Quite like a Danish Can't pastry. Can't remember what I Don't they have a little jam in the middle, don't they? I think quite... so, yeah. Danish and a coffee. I've not, had a pa- I've not had a coffee in a while. And I've not had a pastry in a while. There you go. So no, you hate them. I think that's great for Ericsson, though. It's fantastic. He was fucking he... dead on the pitch last summer. I hope he comes back and is fantastic. I think and he I think will be. He's exactly, a great footballer. I think the way they play football is going to suit him as well. He's going to be, he's going to be really good at Brentford. Go go look at the odds on Ericsson for scoring it, like being Brentford's top scorer for the second half of the season. He'll get Ooh. he'll get five to ten goals. Well, his, his free kicks are good. Free kicks. He'll be on pens but, probably. But by the way, he's an awful corner taker. Is he? Spurs. He never beat the first man. That but that's quite shocking that a lot of professional footballers don't beat the first man from corners yeah oh, it's, it's mental it's, it's quite bad I saw uh, an interesting stat today I was uh, someone I follow posted they, they studied over 15,000 throw-ins across various top level leagues and uh, they're looking at the percentages of if a throw-in is taken in less than 5 seconds the chances of it being a successful throw-in are 75% if you take more than 10 seconds the chances drop to something like like 30% of it being so, successful so get your throws in quickly throw it in quick I'm assuming, just uh, to backpedal a second, you didn't play football yesterday. No, I didn't play Sunday League, so I'm still uh, living off my debut goal. <laughs> That's it, retired. I felt bad, actually. I forgot. The guy texted me on Friday, asked me how to play, and I texted him Sunday morning, like, sods me. Ooh, that's the worst type of pub football. S- yeah, I'm, I've now I'm on the shit list, for sure. And he just, You're back on the bench. He just replied saying, that's all right. Oh, that's a nice bloke. Well, I don't know if you meant it like that. Yeah, you're a twat. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, of, of fin- I keep trying to move away from transfers. Yeah, more- <laughs> Aaron Ramsey moved up to Rangers. That's quite an odd one as well. On loan from Juventus. Don't know where he's. Yeah, anymore. was it Juventus? I, mean, I think it's a great little. Uh, it's probably a decent move. pickup for Rangers. Yeah, 
Right? What, what a waste of a career, Ramsey. It just seems like he never really quite made it. He was super. He's superb when he was when he was on. He was great, and when he was not, he's, he's inconsistent. Is the word? Yeah. Right? It's just far too inconsistent. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the photo of the linesman that had to improvise because he forgot his flag, Tommy? Speaking of public football. <laughs> he forgot his flag yeah, he forgot his linesman flag so he, <laughs> he had to improvise and use a high vis vest you know like a safety vest you're on a work site and I've seen the picture of this and he's, <laughs> it is a what's he using as a stick though what's the stick because it looks like a flag he's got, like, he's, a, he's got like a little drumstick with a high vis vest he's like, he's like, he's like tied the high vis vest around the stick it, so it raised the question if you could replace a linesman flag with any item it could be food it could be an animal what would you select this is trouble what would you reckon it would be for you a taser a taser yeah. and just use it on players when they're running past just zap anytime a player talks shit he just gets pinged gets zapping yeah. well, what else could you use that would be good raccoon a raccoon <laughs> imagine if you had a flare gun every time someone's offside he fires a flare gun yeah, up in the air that'd be good boof that'd be quite entertaining he's got fireworks oh, that'd, be, that'd be decent a roman candle starts spinning on the sideline <laughs> he's got it in his hand or he has a sparkler a sparkler would be quite fun or what about a spider-man-esque web a web just he, fired onto players the, if he's offside and you pull him back yeah or a cowboy lasso around the ankles <laughs> pulled him up you know, it's funny. I got a, Sarah said this is quite a bad story about our dog at the weekend. Oh no! Sarah's fuming. Another dog story. Here. Lily, if, this, dog. If, they, if there's any more of this, you're leaving her. She, she needs a. Uh, we need, it's we need dog some, abuse. She needs some training. So uh, I guess I guess uh, they were at the park on Saturday. I was at the tournament, and Sarah, she, Lily, no one leaves the park. Got got turned into a piss take. Lily thinks when we're like trying to get her, it's a game, so it's a chase, right? She runs around. Sarah can get her. So long story short, the guy. Uh, there was a guy at the park as well, and he basically lassoed Lily and got her, which was good. Didn't hurt her or anything like that, but she freaked out because oh, she was scared, right? Because she doesn't like... She t- thought the dog catcher was yeah, back on her. Yeah, she did. <laughs> so she shit herself and then rolled in it. So Sarah was fuming. Oh, actually shit herself. Yeah, so she had to get showered off. Yeah. It's like me at paintballing. <laughs> you got lassoed to shit yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. that was a little lasso story from the weekend. You need to train your dog, don't you? We do. We, we'll be doing some, but just like I think it's the distraction that isn't good. I can discipline her if there you need go. to. Yeah. yeah. Um, or just, I say discipline, bribe her. So yeah. As for that referee, uh, yeah, Lasso's a good shout. All right. What else could he have? Lasso's final answer. <sighs> what if he had like a or like a, an eagle that he released, mm. like a like a homing pigeon that went and got the player that was offside, and if you can dodge the eagle, you, you're not offside until the eagle touches you. Yeah, I'd like that. I think that'd be entertaining. Okay. But you got to keep running until the eagle yeah. gets you. If the eagle doesn't get you, you you're onside. It's we're we're brushing a little too close to uh, human rights violations. Is it a human rights violation? What's the eagle going to do? It's just going to touch him. It's not going to claw his eyes out or anything. I think if an eagle was coming down on top of you, you'd shit your pants. But that's not a human rights violation. An eagle, I can walk out of your house now and an eagle could fall on me or yeah, fall, on, I, fall on me. <laughs> Eagles don't fall out of the air, do they? But we've not set an eagle on you. That's just God's will of, you know, or whatever's will. Well, maybe God set an eagle on me. Yeah, if you believe in that sort <laughs> you're of stuff. You're a twat. Yeah. Go and get that guy. <laughs> maybe that's how people just die in the first place. <laughs> Enough of you. Yeah, we don't, we don't need you anymore. That, that, that's, that theory's false because we're still here so well god still the universe still needs something from you thomas and i could i've had plenty of opportunities to die i could have died last week could you uh you'll like this story so you're not, <laughs> what d- you nearly died i mean i told you about the swimming pool getting drained didn't i and i was upset because right. i went and got tested and then they said i had to get it drained so i did it I drained it yeah. um, and then it was drained a little bit of dirt on the sides you know you do the acid wash yes. to clean a pool off right so i asked the geezer i said how much for an acid wash he said 400 something dollars 
well, let me have a DIY on YouTube. Oh, no. So I've, I've seen it. It looks really easy. I'm like, I could do that. So about, I did it after training one night. So I went down a pool shop, got uh, eight gallons of muriatic, muriatic acid. Oh, no. Uh, put, me in a, put me in a spray gun. <laughs> anyway, I mixed them wrong. You're, spo- you're either supposed to put the acid in f- first. In, no, acid is supposed to go into water, not water into acid. But I put the water into the acid, and it started, like, steaming, smoking. Oh, no. Right on my nose. Did it? Oh, my God. I thought I was on fire. I was like, <gasps> I thought I just set my lungs on fire. What'd you do? Uh, just sort of went, oh, fucking hell. Started coughing. So it was like, I told you. This is um, why you pay professionals. That's why it's worth $400. Now I've got to pay $1,000 to repair my lungs. Yeah. The no, um, no, rest of my life. The rest of your life, yeah. You're going to be deep breathing issues. Anyway, so I spent four hours spraying acid in my pool, scrubbing it, washed it off. And it looks the same. It looks exactly the same. Fucking no different. And the amount, if you weighed out your hourly input and the pain you and the felt, co- and the cost of the acid and the cost of the acid, you probably you're probably more than four hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and you could have just sat in the living room and I'd done by a pro. I'll pay him next time. Yeah, this is with this, my Bitcoin earnings. With your Bitcoin earnings, there you my go. Bitcoin interest. There yeah. you go. They died acid. So if anyone, and by the way, I only used two gallons of acid. So if anyone wants six <laughs> gallons of acid. Apparently you can't pour it down the drain, so I'm trying to get rid of it. So, so can you not take it back to the shop? Or if someone wants me to acid wash their pool, uh, the price is four hundred dollars. <laughs> you have to charge five now, just to make up for the loss. <laughs> so yeah, that's where we are. All right, if we've got anything else for the show, it's been a bit light on uh, footy this week, but it's been uh, been good stuff. We're, we're not going to do the Friday show until we've got a sponsor. Uh, yeah, one we'll strike. I'm on strike. You don't get more content until we get some fucking money, <laughs> some cash in the bank. Yeah, we're doing this for free no more. I know. Fuck that. We've given you. Can we get like a AHO premium, where someone pays OnlyFans, like but for podcasts? I'm not sure what you're gonna make me do on this page. So I'm a little bit concerned. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure someone will pay for uh, what is it ASMR from you. Me in a bucket of acid. <laughs> you cleaning your pool. <laughs> we'll video that and sell it to people. The sounds of it would be quite good. Me right. just breathing heavily because I've got acid in my lungs and scrubbing all. All right, the Friday, so we're going to do a Friday show, but only when I hear back from one of the sponsors. Until then, we are on strike. We'll be back next week, the weekly show. There's some football. We'll catch up on next week. In the meantime, a healthy obsession on social media. Tom, is there anything else? Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming, everyone. Enjoy the week.